0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the VTuber Voices Podcast. This is season seven, and our guest will be the one and only, the lovely Fia. She is well-known for being both a VR and a virtual a virtual girl and a real girl, uh, and that's sort of what her channel is about. It's all about VR and sort of the direction that it's taking. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how Fia found her love for virtual reality. We're going to be talking about futuristic VR fashion and virtual clothing. It was a really, really fun conversation. And what does the term VTuber really encompass? We also cover being yourself versus being virtual because Fia is sort of both her VTuber and her real self. And I think there's some sort of weird stigma for VTubers where if you're a VTuber, you can't show your face or if you're a VTuber, you can't be your real self too. And Fia does a amazing job explaining why we shouldn't be thinking like that. We also talk about the future of VR, where it's going and Fia gives her advice on how to get started on YouTube or how to get started on social media in general. So super duper exciting excited and fia also recently got her silver play button she just hit 100,000 subscribers on youtube so if you're not subbed to her definitely go check her out she's wonderful lots of vr updates very very friendly great vibes all right let's hop into the episode
1: all right all right hello hello everybody what's up hello welcome in
0: yes all right fia so would you like to introduce yourself to everybody welcome to the vtuber voices podcast
1: Thank you so much for having me. So yes, my name is Fia, and I am the host of the virtual reality show over on YouTube. Um, So basically, my thing is that I talk about any and all topics relating to virtual reality from inside virtual reality itself. Um, So I have an ongoing series of the virtual reality show, and I also do stream content. So I like to stream different video games on my Twitch and stuff, uh, especially VR stuff like VR chat. I'm a big VR chat player. Um, and recently started up doing like some TikTok videos. Uh, you can follow me on like Twitter and stuff as well It's kind of where I do most of my updates, but yeah, just about VR and that's kind of my, my biggest passion in life. So that's what I do.
0: Yes. Speaking of VR, finding VR as your passion, how did that come to be? Tell us the story.
1: Oh yes. The story, the, the good old story. Yes. <laughs> so basically the way that I discovered VR is actually I, um, people don't necessarily expect this. But I discovered making my avatar first, so I was a big fan of this fashion brand called Cloma.
0: Ooh. It was a
1: Japanese high fashion brand, yes. And I was a big fan of their clothing, and I saw that they started making virtual clothing, and I was like, whoa, like, virtual clothes, like, this sounds really cool, and this sounds interesting, so I became super interested in it. And I ended up ordering a product from them, and it came with a free download code for one of the Koma outfits for Vroid. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. So I guess I should go make a Vroid so that I can wear this outfit. It seems like a really cool thing to do." So I made this avatar, and then I decided, like, "Well, what am I going to do with this now that I have made it?" And <laughs> one of the games that I could figure out where you could um, use it was VR Chat. So. I jumped into VR chat and I got my avatar in the game and I started playing around with it and I just fell in love with the game and I was like, wow, okay, I totally need a VR headset so I can explore all these worlds myself like this, you just totally sold me on the idea of VR. So I got my own VR headset for Christmas of 2019. And then a month and a half later, I decided that I loved it so much that I wanted to spend my entire life dedicating to VR because I just loved it that much. And so I started a YouTube channel, and from there I've just grown, and it's been a crazy journey.
0: Yes, that's so cool. That's actually interesting. I don't think I've ever heard that uh, somebody started with making their avatar and then got onto VR Chat. Like usually people start on VR Chat and they're like, "Whoa, I want to make a cool avatar," but you kind of started the other way around. yeah it was totally reversed for me that's so cool so wait you said ploma is the name of the japanese brand yes it is ploma oh my god so they make like real clothes and they just started making virtual clothes
1: yeah that's pretty much exactly Is they have been a fashion brand for quite a few years now um and they decided to collaborate with vroid and make like textures of their clothing because it's super like futuristic and kind of has this like sci-fi like neo y2k kind of you know 2000s kind of style and um it just kind of fit perfectly to be like digital and you know be there and they even have like their own store in vr chat where you can try on virtual clothes there and stuff yeah um, it's like, the coolest thing ever like i just am totally in love with the brands like both design wise and just what they stand for
0: Oh, that is so cool. Oh, my gosh. I hope that that continues to be a thing and like other companies start to do stuff like that. I had actually so my first year of school, I majored in graphic design and I came up with this concept for like because I like to dye my hair a lot, many hair colors. I'm like, yo, like augmented reality future stuff. It'd be really cool if you could have like an app and a Bluetooth chip that you can like hook onto your hair. And you can use this app to change your hair to be a hologram of like any color you want, any length, any style. So if you could do that with like clothes or hair in the future to have like some holographic just click of a button app change my clothes or my hair. Yo, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally all about that kind of like futuristic fashion stuff. It's definitely some really cool ideas.
0: Yeah. And I feel like Blom on the way to that. And again, hopefully they influence other people to also start doing that. Super cool. Yeah, Really hope so. Yeah. So I know that you were uh, considering yourself like a virtual girl before VTubing. It really became a thing. So do you consider yourself a VTuber? How do you feel about that term and how that plays into your content?
1: Yeah, so I'm definitely a VTuber. You know, I fit under the standards for it. And I do consider myself a VTuber. However, I do like to distinguish myself a little bit because I don't think I'm kind of following the traditional route. Um, I prefer to use just the full term "virtual YouTuber." Yeah, what I am at the core is I'm a YouTuber making content for YouTube, and you know, I try and keep it pretty educational and informative, and you know, entertainment and stuff like that. And I'm just just so happy to be using a virtual avatar to do it. Yeah like a lot of youtubers are actually the streamers and they play different games and stuff like that and they have students built around their avatar design um so i think that's all perfectly fine stuff but i, I do think what i'm doing is slightly different even though i still fit under the um, general umbrella term
0: yeah yeah i kind of i like that this like the sort of split though that you have going on there from like vtuber but you call yourself a virtual youtuber instead of because I honestly think like that the term vtuber can be pretty limiting, and I didn't think about this literally like until right now because uh I know and we'll we'll talk about this a little later, but I know that some people have struggled uh, myself included with like being virtual, but also maybe wanting to put content out there where you're not your virtual character, and I think vtuber kind of makes you feel locked into like having to display yourself as this character all the time, but I think you've escaped that a little bit even simply by having the term virtual YouTuber so that you can escape and be like, and I like how, like, your intro or your bio and stuff says, be like, oh, I'm a virtual girl or am I a virtual girl or a real girl? Who knows? Like, it's such a cool, like, way to play your brand up.
1: <laughs> I yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely important to me to kind of highlight both um, aspects of myself and not limit myself to one type of content because I feel like, you know, that's what VR is about is um having a headset is just like your, your I, I don't know, I like to think of it as a car, you know? Yeah. Like, it's your vehicle. To the <laughs> virtual world, it's yeah. Virtual world. And so, you know, you still exist in both worlds. It's just the headset is what takes you from one to the other.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that concept. That's so cool. So, did you have in mind before you started your channel that you wanted to include both yourself and your virtual character? Or did you introduce that later? How did you sort of deal with that mentally?
1: Yeah. No, it was always about being real and virtual. Yeah. Okay, hey, so obviously when I created my model, I created it to look like me. And yeah. So when I was wearing my, like, IRL clothes versus my virtual clothes with my coma. Um, I wanted it to, like, you know, like, mirror itself and be like, hey, this is me, but instead I'm virtual and my avatar is me. Um, So that was always really important to me when I went into making content that I was like, I don't want to just limit myself to being virtual because I feel like both of my bodies are my real bodies, like, these are real yeah aspects of myself and I don't want to close myself off to one or the other
0: yeah i think that takes a lot of self-awareness to have too and i so i've consumed like a lot of different content just about growing on youtube like from courses to just just everything i've done so much and uh one of my favorite influencers his name is sean canal and he talks like one of his number one things he talks about is start with the end in mind and it sounds like you really started with the end in mind like you search for that purpose about what your channel is and who you want to be and uh you, you've lived by that ever since, and I think that having that grounding like stone and setting that before you grew and before all this stuff happened really makes you feel like, like all the decisions you've made on your channel have been like your own decisions and not influenced by, I feel like I should do this, or I feel like I should do that. Yeah, yeah that's I so cool. I definitely have always had the, the end in
1: mind, as you would say there. Yeah. Um, I have a very strong vision in, of what I'm doing and yeah. what I want to do. And what the end goal completely is. And so I feel like every single step I take isn't just me like just trying of randomly trying things. It's all steps towards the greater goal of which I'm trying to get to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And do you have like, so you have this big picture in mind? Do you do you care to share with us? Or is that something you want to sort of like, you're not sure and you'd rather keep it under?
1: Oh, no, I'm more than happy to share. So basically, sure. what I want to do is I want to grow the virtual reality show from being just a YouTube series to being an entire VR entertainment network, and I want to really think about what VR entertainment is and what I want it to be in the future, and how like it's going to shape the way that we experience entertainment. Because I think um, adding that element of immersiveness really takes you from being an observer, like an observer um, from the observation standpoint, to being immersed in entertainment. Yeah. And I think that is such a cool new dynamic. And I want to be kind of the first person to say, "Hey." I'm going to make an entire network of different series and, you know, ideas and things, you know, rethink the way we thought, like, you know, how there's a step from um, radio to TV and TV to YouTube. Well, I want to be the person who leads the movement from YouTube, like um, 2D content to immersive um, VR content.
0: Yes. Oh, that's such a powerful vision. And uh, as I mentioned earlier to you, so I am a game dev major, and I had learned there's a book I've been reading called, I think it's called The Fundamental of Games. And uh, basically, they talk about this concept of like plays and video games and like forms of entertainment. And they talk about how uh, movies are sort of like a standby passive form of entertainment. You consume it, you watch it. uh, And that is what that is. Um, for like plays and theater, uh, is also, it's sort of passive, but if you're in the play, if you're in the movie, that's again, immersing yourself more. You're like, you now are physically a part of the entertainment. So in video games are another one where it's like, it's not as much a presentational form as it is. You get to make choices and you get to influence what happens. And I think VR becomes like that third step. It's not a presentation. It's not just like participating, but like you said, now you're immersing. So it's like, there's three different steps. Of entertainment in VR is like the third one where we just keep diving deeper and deeper into like the fantasy realms. So, do you have any advice for starting on YouTube? A lot of people in our audience are VTubers or artists uh, that are trying to figure out, you know, how to start their own business, how to start their own brand. How do they how do they do this thing?
1: Yeah, well, so starting on YouTube can be quite difficult. Um, Starting just on any kind of content creation can be pretty overwhelming at first. Yeah. You see all these people with these tons and tons of numbers, and it can happen so fast or it can happen so slow, and it's really difficult to predict that kind of stuff. But um, my advice and what's really worked the best for me is just truly being passionate about something. And if you really care about something and you're putting your heart into it, that's what other people are going to see and they're going to appreciate and they're going to want to help you, versus if you're just doing it for the money or the numbers or whatever ulterior motivation, then people aren't going to be as inclined to help you. And when you're first starting off, that's going to be the biggest thing is you want to collaborate, you want to network, you want to get other people involved, because growing completely by yourself is going to be really difficult. Um, And even if you can grow on your own without getting any help from other people, eventually, you're going to have to have those connections and stuff. And I, I just highly recommend become friends with people in the area that you're trying to work in. You know, if you're making Minecraft videos, we'll go make friends with other Minecrafters and see if they'll join your videos and stuff like that. And I just think that's the best way to um, get really connected in the community that you're trying to build and pull people in and get them excited about what you're doing is if they can tell that you really love it and you want to be involved and um, that kind of stuff. And that's what really worked the best for me is I don't think I'd be where I like am now if it weren't for the people who kind of helped me along the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And did you when you were starting and such, did you have any, I don't want to like, I don't know how to word this. I don't want to say fear of like collaborating with other people or like, did you have any sort of maybe like stubbornness of like, I want to do this all on my own? Or were you always more of a like, I'm a team oriented, let's meet other people and collab?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely always on the lookout for new people who can help me or who can teach me things and stuff like that. Because even now, I still feel like I'm a big YouTube noob. Like, even though I passed <laughs> 100,000 subscribers, I still feel like I'm just like like learning and just a big baby, and I have no idea what's going on half the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, it is definitely important to me to ask questions, to learn, to get other people's advice and second opinions. Like, I never post a video without getting somebody to look it over first. Yeah. It's like a huge thing for me, is I always want somebody else to give me um, their feedback. And so, Stuff like that, where you're all where you're willing to kind of put yourself like, like down and like learn from other people um, is just a really important skill, I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I think that's so valuable to hold on to because I think as we grow, you know, sometimes ego can take over or something can take over where you feel like you don't need that help or you feel like. I don't want to say like you feel like you don't need to learn, but I think you become maybe a little bit more like closed-minded or shut yourself off without even knowing. Sometimes and mm-hmm. I think keeping that mindset that you have and to hear that you have that mindset after all the content you've made and where you're at and such, it's really refreshing to hear. It is something I really needed to hear too because I <laughs> it's difficult. Like and I've always been one to have that like let's learn mindset and I think, you know, for me, at least as I've grown on YouTube, I've, I've gotten a little bit out of tune with myself. And it's cool to hear like how in tune you are despite and to know that it is possible, like despite a uh, ego or like things getting in the way with numbers that you can still have that curious, adventurous, I want to learn, I want to meet new people. I want to do these things Uh, mentality. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. It definitely is a journey that never ends. It's one of those things like no matter how big you grow and how much you learn, there's always going to be somebody better than you and you're always going to need to know more. And so it definitely is like this never-ending journey. But if you like enjoy the process of it, then, you know, you're not really like working. You're just having fun so it is like a special um thing
0: thank you for listening to the vtuber voices podcast so far it has been an absolute blast i've loved this conversation with fia it's been very insightful for myself as a youtuber and hopefully it has been for you guys as well on the next episode we'll be continuing our interview with fia thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you next time on the vtuber voices podcast